Hi, and welcome to this installment of our Visionary Series, where we profile the people behind the future of farming. You can join the discussion on this topic and more at our Vision Conference, January 14th through 16th in Seattle. See the full agenda and speaker lineup at thevisionconference.com. Hello, everyone. Uh, This is Paul Shrimp here uh, from precisionag.com. We have Jordan Winkler joining us uh, from Descartes Labs. Uh, Jordan, welcome. Thanks, Paul. Good to be here. Well, great. Uh, And Descartes Labs is a name that we hear quite a bit uh, in agriculture, but we don't necessarily have a sense for, I I think, um, all the things that you're working on. So can you give us a broad, from a broad perspective, uh, what sorts of things you're working on specifically in the data space uh, across a, a wide number of industries? Yeah, absolutely. So Descartes Labs spun out of Los Alamos National Labs in 2014. Uh, our founding team has decades of experience in machine learning, remote sensing, supercomputing, and big data analytics. Originally, that team was working on mostly defense-oriented problems, uh, some of which actually did include agricultural problems, things like monitoring illicit crops in order to understand uh, financial flows moving in and out of uh, certain groups worldwide. Uh, Rather quickly, though, that team recognized that there were a significant number of commercial applications for these growing technologies and spun the company out in 2014. Uh, We became pretty uh, notorious in 2015 when we released our first uh, U.S. uh, corn yield estimate uh, that was able to significantly beat the USDA estimates and actually moved the price of corn 3% that day. That sort of kicked off the beginning of our journey of really fusing together uh, multiple geospatial data sources uh, with cloud compute in order to build actionable insight across uh, a multitude of industries. So I've mentioned agriculture. We're also working heavily in renewables, mining, construction, energy, and and even insurance. And really the, the common theme across all these industries are any kind of operation that is exposed to the physical world that has a large physical presence where we see an increasing amount of sensor data becoming available and the sensor data helps us better understand the physical world and apply methodologies and techniques that uh, have previously been used mostly in the digital world. Uh, This allows us to gain unique insight and uh, the opportunity to really find, monitor, and predict various phenomena on the surface and really understand the relationships between uh, business operations, humans, and the environment. Interesting. So what are the technologies that you're really using to, to gather this data? Uh, I know I think you use satellites and satellite imagery, but what are the other types of technologies that you use to, to get the data together? Yeah, so we are most famously known for ingesting large amounts of satellite data. Uh, we also work with drone data. We work with ground sensor data. Uh, We'll also work with things like anonymized telemetry data, uh, things like Wi-Fi pings, cell phone data. But then crucially, whenever we engage in an operation with a partner or a customer, we're also set up to ingest their data. And we do all this through a platform that runs on the Google Cloud infrastructure and uh, is uh, is essentially based off of a um, custom file system that allows us to have really, really rapid access to this data. And so we combine this with uh, intelligent compute scaling, and that allows us to perform large-scale artificial intelligence machine learning applications uh, in really, really uh, short periods of time. 
Well, who are the partners you're working with right now? What, what segments? I mean, specifically looking at agriculture, uh, who are the partners that are really um, working with you to, to help put this data, these data sets together? Yeah, so, you know, we, we actually bring all these data sets together ourselves. Uh, we, we rely on a number of both public and private uh, data sources. Uh, in particular, in the satellite realm, you know, we, we rely on data from NASA, uh, from the European Space Agency as well. Uh, within the private sector realm, you know, we work primarily with data that's directly sourced from our partners. Uh, and perhaps most famously, uh, Cargill is one of our largest customers in the agriculture side where we work uh, very closely with them to understand a variety of inputs and outputs to the global commodity uh, trading and shipping operations. Okay. Uh, well, uh, in terms of agriculture, what do you see the most interesting opportunities right now? Uh, you know, there's <laughs> we get lots of data, lots of data comes in, lots of information is is, is available to us. But um, what do you see based on the scope of what you do as, as the real opportunities uh, to get on the ground, you know, better decisions, better information? Yeah, very good question. I think in a dream world, it would be taking all of the data that's now coming off of uh, combines and creating a data ecosystem that brings that frequent fine grain, high scale ground data on uh, planting, on uh, nutrients and bringing all those data together in one place. So I think the challenge right now is that we do have a lot of players who are entering the space with more and more interesting technology around uh, sensing and adapting to planning applications on the ground, what I would love to see is moving beyond the focus on just that single farmer's field and looking at all those fields at the same time. That requires the providers of the data to be open to collaborating and bringing all these data sources together with the existing data sources, the aerial, the satellite, uh, in order to create much larger scale networks of understanding around the very specific dynamics on the ground. I also think that uh, soil and, and weather data continue to be very, very interesting. Uh, there's a lot of work that's emerging right now on forecasting at finer and finer spatial resolutions for weather. Uh, and I think that's a huge opportunity. Uh, I think there's a number of companies who are launching ground sensors there that uh, provide better inputs to those models. And then additionally, I think the, the awareness and the understanding of soil nutrient profiles and how those change over space is another critical aspect to understanding uh, you know, the, the proper application of nutrients uh, during the life cycle of those crops. Now, do, do you see this information uh, being utilized more by the, the companies and the manufacturers or the farmers themselves or their agronomists? Because I think those broader perspectives sometimes have less utility on a farm than they do when you look at more of a broad kind of um, kind of discussion that you have about larger trends, larger areas. What's your thought that on that? Yeah, I think the the biggest challenge uh, in this marketplace of data analytics and decision support is who's making that decision and and, and uh, how do they make that decision right now. And really in a precision agricultural sense, that comes down to having access to the farmer. And this is one of the bigger challenges for startups entering the space is that 
you know, larger companies have the attention of the farmers, whether it's through their combine, whether it's through the seed that they're using, uh, whether it's through existing applications that they might rely on already to understand the dynamics of their field. This is why it's critical to have a larger cooperative ecosystem if your target is actually a farmer making a decision on the ground. Uh, and I think the challenge there is everybody who's moving into this space, especially the larger players, all want to carve that market share out for themselves. And in doing so, they may actually be missing opportunities that could be gained by partnering with other, uh, with other firms who may have complementary data sets that they can bring into the farmer. So I think at the end of the day, uh, all, of these, all of these data, all of the analysis, it's only going to be as valuable as what the end user can make out of it. Reaching that end user is uh, not something that Descartes Labs thinks about directly right now, uh, but we're very excited to assist the people who are doing those kind of end user farmer level targeting in bringing more useful information. Uh, some of this stuff we are doing today uh, with, with some of the companies who are doing this, we're just beginning to explore this, especially around issues in sustainability, uh, things like identifying areas in farmers' operations that are perennially underperforming and incenting farmers to put that land aside for pollinator habitat, for example. And so these types of applications are, uh, are really interesting to us. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it's a partnership model uh, that's going to rely on someone who already has the attention of the farmers in order to uh, progress in these areas. Sure. Interesting. Um, we talked a lot about and you went up to, to Cargill and the grain side. But if you go beyond that, you look at the food companies and food processors and that part of the, uh, the production system. What do you uh, what's their interest in the data side? Can you give me a sense for. Um, uh, for discussions that you're having with those folks as potential partners? or the, What's yeah. their interest or what are you hearing? Yeah, so one of the things that we actually are starting to hear more and more is around trying to decipher unique demand signals that allow these producers to make better decisions about their supply chain. Uh, this is one of the more challenging things to do for a number of different reasons. Fundamentally, understanding the demand for a given product, a given food product, relies on uh, understanding thinking about how humans are behaving. And so thinking about unique ways that we can um, identify human activity on the ground and utilize novel data sets and correlate them with existing knowledge is really the key thing for them right now. So examples of this would be, you know, understanding how, uh, what, what traffic might look like at a given retail spot, a fast food restaurant, or, or a known point of interest where some kind of transaction that a food company cares about is happening, and then also having really robust data collected historically that we can compare and look to build forward-looking models. And so the challenge that we see with a lot of this is that many of these companies are not set up yet to ask these questions. And where we try to push people is recognizing that while they want a model and they want a result and they want something predictive, getting there requires a initial investment in infrastructure in order to manage and handle all of your data to get it out of the data swamp that you probably have to cut down on the silos and effectively 
create a system where you can start to not only collect the right data, but also then ask the right questions of that data. And so the challenge remains that fundamentally, a lot of these things are a digital transformation question. They're about moving from single sources of data to all of the data all of the time, instantly accessible. And that's really where Descartes Labs comes in to make sure that the existing data holdings that they have can be brought together seamlessly with the data that we bring to the table. Well, that's really interesting, Jordan. Um, I just had one more question. Um, looking at the next three to five years and um, in kind of the medium term, can you give me a sense of how some of these technologies will kind of unfold and evolve? What, what will we actually see um, see emerging um, in agriculture uh, with some of these technologies and you know in that medium term three to five year time frame yeah I think that the one of the most interesting opportunities in the medium term are going to be recognizing the value of these large global uh, satellite data sets in extrapolating ground sensor data out and allowing for these new entrants to the market who are building ground sensors to actually better scale their operations without having to physically add as much hardware. I think the end result there is gaining a better understanding of environmental characteristics, which ultimately is going to push us towards better seed varieties, better yields, and uh, a more productive food system for, for the greater good. Well, it's great. It's been great having you, Jordan. I appreciate you joining us. That's Jordan Winkler from uh... Descartes Labs. Thanks, Paul. You can hear more on this topic and more on the future of farming at precisionag.com or join the discussion at our Vision Conference, January 14th through 16th in Seattle. See our full agenda and speaker lineup at thevisionconference.com. On behalf of the entire Precision Ag Global team, thanks for listening to our Visionary Series.